leaves good history A little touch of mystery With lots of hilarity It's Adderall Welcome to Adderall, the Heaps Good History podcast Where in every episode I tell a story to my mate Tom That's me About South Australia's unique and often hilarious history oh. My name is Daniel Schmidt That's my full name <coughs> Daniel, do you have a middle name? I have two middle names. What's your middle names? Daniel Mark Alexander Schmidt is my full name. Yeah, cool. And don't try to find him on social media because he doesn't have it. You will find me basically instantly, just not on the main social media site. Yeah, you do the Twittering. I do the Twitter. you do not do the Book of Face. The Twitter. Which, to be fair... It's rubbish. Yeah, it's... You love it, though. Like, I see you on it all the time. Uh, As in on Messenger? Uh, Because Messenger's just constantly active. You're always posting shit. Oh, I don't know. I don't know you if are. I... Uh, well, uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm the guy on this Twitter, and I'm on the, the MySpace. You're on Twitter a lot more than I'm on Facebook. I love Twitter. I love Reddit. Reddit's my, like, number one. I go Reddit, Twitter. Yeah, well, that's crazy, because you're on Twitter a lot. Oh, I'm on Reddit more. I get, like... I have a Twitter, and I'm, yeah. uh, but I get, like, up... And it's... The only thing I get told with my Twitter updates is, like, Dan has posted something, or Adelol's posted something, which that's I know lovely. is just you. So, the, maybe They're the notifications just, you get when you don't tweet enough. Um, I, okay. I'm on Twitter a lot. I'm on Reddit a lot. 4chan, I do a bit. I do 4chan. I do Instagram. Eesh. It's not, Oof. you only know what channel nine. Yeah. About that's it. Oh, like that. Revenge porn. Instagram. Dan posts a lot of revenge porn. <laughs> <laughs> Just, it's all you it's, as well. It's all me and Dee. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, we've got off track already as we do. This is a heaps good history podcast. I tell a story to Tom about South Australian history. Here's the thing. Tom doesn't know what the topic's going to be about. No. Actually, you will in this one. Okay. I'll, I'll recognize it when you start. Because we've already slightly covered about a third of it when we okay. did an interview with PBAFM. Oh, yeah, With the mate. show. Oh, Pete, Alexis and Nona from oh, the show. Loving it. And we covered the South Australian children's TV shows. Cool. We did uh, We did discuss a few of the... Uh, we discussed a few, but I'm going to go into a bit more detail tonight. The telly shows. In case, for anyone who didn't listen. Yeah. Or, you know, in case you live more than three kilometres away from the Salisbury Broadcasting Station and yep. you can't hear it. Can Shout out to the, the show. Centrals. We love them. Yeah, we do. They they, were, they've always supported us. I've always said they they were the first ones to support us. And forever, I yeah, think they were. Um, let's and I the, had to go at Mona. Is it Nona? No, yep. Nona? I had to go at her friend show inadvertently. Yeah, well, she had it coming. Yeah. She's had it too good for too long, to be honest. Yeah, with fair you. enough. Um, this is Adelol award-winning podcast. And the beer of the episode is Cooper's Premium Light. Oh, a controversial beer to, to w- say... Well, we're drinking light beer because we're discussing children's television shows, have and a, so have a you know, light. if you're if you're a child, you might say um, you should at least you know <laughs> at minimum be drinking only light beer. And we're drinking it from cans, and every Cooper's we drink in a can. I just refer to it as Anne in a can. Anne in a can. Episode two, go listen to it. It's if you haven't heard episode two yet, I think that's my second favorite Adelol. What's your favorite? Um, I don't know. Probably Reg Spears. That was great, actually. Just because you caught me off guard. The sound quality is not great, but it's a it's a great uh, night. Well, mate, let's let's crack a couple of Reg Spears. Yeah, and, my um, slang term for beers. I, this doesn't really have taste. Can we call Reg Spears Reg Spears from? Oh now? yes, we can. Like rhyming slang. Well, and in a can if it's in a can, 
and, and or or, or do you, you say we'll, we'll just crack a couple of Reg Spears, crack a couple of Reg Spears, yep. and you know what? I encourage everyone who listens to Adelaide to say Reg Spears instead yep. of beers. Crack a couple of Reg Spears, um, and uh, let's uh, very quickly the tasting notes. Uh, from founder Thomas Cooper to the current generation of Coopers, a heritage of more than 150 years of excellence has produced beers of legendary quality. The quality and taste of this premium light is testament to the continuing Cooper family tradition. So your that's all on. it says on the can. So I guess this is it's just look. It's just a, a lot. Episode two, highly quotable episode. One of my favorite quotes of all time from Adelol. Let's crack it's just, it. I don't know why. It's always, close your legs, Anne. Close your so legs, Anne. Whenever you crack a Cooper's, close your legs, Anne. Um, it's a light beer. Yeah, it's just a light beer, isn't it? It's a bit. It's nice. I love it. And not to be I confused with a light L-I-T-E beer, like which a, in America... America is just a low-carb beer. In Australia, yeah. a light beer is a beer that has half the alcohol content of a regular beer. But this is the beer that kicked off a whole bunch of controversy for Coopers when the uh, <laughs> yeah. Australian Christian Association, yeah, I think it was, Australian Christian Lobby. kind of did their own thing. Mm. Like, Coopers was nice enough. It's like, hey, we'll, we'll make you guys a nice can for all the work you've done. And then the Christian Association kind of used that in an advertisement saying like, well, we shouldn't let the gays get married, should we? Yeah. We just... And Coopers was like, sorry, we're so sorry. That wasn't But less than six months after that controversy... Oh, no, actually more like 12 months yeah, after that controversy. Um, well we changed the law in Australia, and now uh, people can marry whoever the fuck they want. And I am going to my first same-sex marriage on the 28th of December this year. <laughs> Good on you, mate. For my uncle and, and his partner, Drew, and they are the most loving couple in the world. Cool. Love Good them. on them. Um, what, are you saying? That, are you surprised by that? You're saying they wouldn't be a loving <laughs> couple because they're gay? Look, I'm just saying... What are you trying to say? It's not right. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go like, there. It's like, when you, it's like when you catch up with your no, grandma and I she's like, there's an, Indian, there's an Indian family that live next door, but they're ever so nice. And it's like, <laughs> what, you would, what, you don't expect them to be nice, grandma, because they're Indian? <laughs> no, I wasn't saying that. And, they tr- and she tries to backpedal. Yeah. No, I know what you were saying. They're great. <clears throat> they're they're great. good. Um, all right. And uh, my, just a quick comment on the beer. It, just, it tastes like shit homebrew. Really? I don't I think love it tastes it. very nice at all. I love it. The Cooper's Light. I got this a special mm. from Sip and Save. It's probably out of date because it was on special. <laughs> well, because it tastes like homebrew. Yep, twenty first of April, <laughs> twenty eighteen. There we go. There we go. It's out That's of right. date. Tastes like it's out of date. Or is that a best after though? Because Cooper says the best. No, I'm after. pretty sure this would be best oh, before. Yeah, okay. Uh, I got it for six dollars. Mm. Six dollars for six cans is pretty good. I'd still rather spend six dollars on like a your clean skin wine. You drink that? You I would, mate. Coopers, we love your work. <laughs> and I love Coopers, can. but <laughs> I just don't like light beer. Love light beer. Anyway, Tom, South Australia's children's TV shows. Do it. Pardon me. That's the Anne coming up. Ooh. Television came to Adelaide in 1959, a mere three <laughs> years after arriving in Melbourne and Sydney and the rest of the world. <laughs> I, I was told growing up Here we go. that Australia... Didn't have colour television until the late 70s. I don't know who told me that, but I had that. Im- I ha- Like, honestly, it's maybe it's just my schooling or fam. I wouldn't have been my family because we came to Australia for a holiday when we were eight and then talked about wanting to move here, which is why I ended up later on moving here. Yep. But um, <clears throat> we came to, to Australia for a holiday when we, when we were eight and we like loved Australia and had nothing but love and respect and whatever. But I was told, and it might just be my... It may just be the Pommy Bastards and how they... So what were you told? I was told... I just looked it up. I was told that Australia didn't have colour television until the late 70s. Yep, 1978. 
<laughs> I've just looked it up. Yeah, because they, they had colour television in uh, in England, I think, in the 60s. Sorry, colour vision was introduced in 1975. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was uh, uh, sort of... Uh, Available to households by 1978. Okay, so that so wasn't so that wasn't that wasn't just British propaganda. No, that's so Australia was backwards as fuck. Yeah, still is. It's great. No, it's not though. Oh well, we have okay. Granted, <laughs> yeah, actually, that we have insanely slow internet. So yeah, I guess yeah, I guess it true. is. I guess yeah. you're right. Um, yeah. No, I remember my mum telling me. Um, when she was a teenager, so she was born in 63 or 64. I remember her telling me when she was a teenager, my grandfather won a colour TV in a golf <clears throat> golf tournament and they were the first people on their street to have a colour TV. That's amazing. Your grandfather was a great golfer. He was he was a single-digit handicap golfer, yes. My grandfather was a single-digit handicap golfer. There we go. Yeah, and he... He, he was Scottish too. He was Scottish, he? yeah, and he won... He was... He, played in Scotland mm. and yeah, like won a shit ton of competitions and there you go. So stuff. You want I still a got a bunch of his old medals and stuff. Won a colour telly. Yeah. Well, yeah, we didn't, yeah. Didn't win a colour television, um, but he won But we're going to get my grandfather, the same one I'm talking about on the podcast because also. Oh yeah. Well, my, my grandfather's was dead before I was born. Oh, I'm so. so sorry. Jim, Jim is still alive and he made <laughs> the first footy pie for Balfour's. So. Oh, giving away the story. Mate, we'll, we'll get him on. But anyway, uh, television. Well, my, my grandfather's name was Ron, and he welded the Saturn V rocket. He was a welder. And look, what are our grandkids going to say about us? <laughs> they were 2018 <laughs> emerging, emerging historians of, of the year. year. <laughs> Fucking hell. <coughs> and one of them was a single digit handicap golfer. Are you a single digit handicap golfer? I was very close. I got down to um, yeah. about Dan is an excellent golfer. I think I've probably mentioned this before on the podcast, but he is he can golf. I, I can golf. I am um I'm not professional level, but like when mates say yeah. don't know that I golf, like, oh let's go out for a round mm-hmm. golf. Mm-hmm. I'm always like, Oh, how about we, we chuck a couple of bucks on this guys? Mm-hmm. And then like they're all like, Yeah, yeah, let's make it, you know, fifty bucks and winner takes all kind of thing. And then they see me tee off and they're like, Oh for fuck's sake. So. My my brother in law Loves his golf. Oh, you gotta love him. And um, I love him, so I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, I don't want to. I'll hustle him. I don't want to hustle him. But he he loves his golf, and he's pretty good. Um, mm. but I, um, but he's also very very competitive. So <sighs> I reckon Hold we could easily, up. um, you know, back him into a corner. Yeah, let's do it. <clears throat> All right. So let's get to the story. Yeah. About golf. <laughs> golf came to Adelaide in 1959. <laughs> But Colour Golf came in 1975. Yeah. That's when they let Tiger Woods play. Um, That's a really... (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Golf, it's not... And you you can't say Coloured Golf, Dan. It's Golf of Colour. Golf of Colour, sorry. Uh, People who had heard of the new contraption and South Australians were eager to get a piece of it. Uh Uh-huh. Also, this doesn't seem like a long time ago. And... Think how far we've come. Mm. So eager, in fact, that we're South Australians, that it was common for large groups of people to just stand in front of electrical retailers just watching the test pattern on Channel 9 what? and Channel 7 before it launched. I thought you were going to say the test match, which is actually less interesting <laughs> than just watching the test pattern. So they would literally be like, whoa, look at that screen with like a test pattern on it. It's got colours. Oh, f- it doesn't. It didn't. <clears throat> didn't have colours. 
black and white pixels. Oh, flick it to the, flick it to the other channel. What's on? Also, the test. Oh, I've seen this one before. It's great. On the 5th of September, 1959. Just men standing in a field doing nothing for five days. Switch it back to the test pattern. <laughs> Very good. It's a great joke. Yeah. When did we get coloured cricket? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Good question. First West Indies tour. First probably. West Indies tour. Um, my um, grandfather was racist. Yes. No, no, no. My, my dad used to have, we like growing up, we had a um, coloured television downstairs. Yep. But that t- TV we had upstairs. I had a TV in my room, but I didn't get that until I was like nine or ten mm. or something. And my dad had a TV in his room or in my parents' room. And it was just like the TV that he'd had since he was like a student that he'd hung on to. And it was yeah. a black and white TV. Wow. And my dad like loved to watch a bit of snooker. And he... <laughs> legit. The one thing you need like, colours for. he would watch snooker on a black and white TV. Wow. Like, He's won! Yeah, oh, wait, no, no, like that on was the regular. Gray, no, but gray. he obviously like different shades of yeah. of grey. You can oh, figure out which balls are which colour. <laughs> and he did. On the fifth of December, September, nineteen fifty nine, NWS nine, the channel was officially launched. However, shout out to the team at Channel Nine. Oh, love them. Oh, hang on, is it Channel Seven? No, Why Channel Seven is going to get in touch with us. Ron Kalaris. <laughs> no, well, probably not. Now we made a racist joke on this. <laughs> Racist, xenophobic. Tom yeah, yeah. Right? No, it was ironic racism. We were laughing. At we the were fact laughing that, at the people. Uh, the fact people that the people were excluded from golf clubs. People have been ignorant in the past, and, and it's, look, it's upsetting. It's let's not ignore history. Let's just say what it was, and we can. And la- it was wrong. We can laugh at how wrong it was because it's just so ridiculous. Yes, yeah, it's, like, it's, why yeah, would, it's it's insane. Why would you not let Tiger Woods tee off? He's he's so good, very good at golf, and also loves to lay a bit of pipe, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> it's a so, separate you know, issue. Stereotypes are there for a reason. Uh, <laughs> the opening of the Channel Nine channel had not been without its problems, uh-huh. including a fire which destroyed the new studio before the first pictures <sighs> could even be transmitted. Oh dear. It wasn't long before South Australia wanted a piece of the action, though, and we started producing our own shows. So we're like, okay, this telly thing, people saw it and were like, this is A1. This is the wave of the future. This is the wave of the future. This kicks the shit out of the radio. So we want a piece of the action. So we're going to produce our own shows. This is much better than reading a book. We... (laughs) This is so much better than the test pattern. I thought the test pattern was awesome. <laughs> the test, to be then I thought the test match was was impressive. <laughs> then I was like watching snooker on a black and white TV. Now we've got shows of our own. Shit my pants. We've produced some great hits in South Australia. Oh yeah, McLeod's daughters. Oh, Wheel of Fortune. Who did like? Who was the host of Wheel of Fortune? Ron Burgess. Okay. All right. Okay. And many ones. Because stank of aftershave. Oh, was it just up? Was like, it aftershave? It was fucking oh. It was like heavy aftershave. Doesn't come, doesn't come, doesn't transmit through the telly, the aftershave. No. Um, no which makes you wonder anyway. why I put so much effort into it. No, but because when we met Keith Conlon the other day, yeah. you were, you made some Wheel of Fortune joke. And I was like, because I didn't grow up here, I was like, oh, he must have been the guy that presented Wheel of Fortune. Because I knew he'd been on TV. So then like... I made a Wheel of Fortune joke to Keith Conlon. Yeah. This is so embarrassing. Yeah. And then, like a couple of minutes later, I had a few sherries. Yeah, a couple of minutes later, I was like, "Oh, I've got it. None for me." Or so I've got to drive because I was driving. I was like, "Oh, none for me, thanks." I've got to drive in my Suzuki. I didn't win it on Wheel of Fortune though, and I like winked at Keith, and he was just like, what the fuck? "I don't think." Because I, 
so I was like, well, he must be the guy from Wheel of Fortune because Dan made a Wheel of Fortune joke. And then I was like, because you've made a joke to me before because you pay me out for driving a Suzuki because you're like, well, they used to give them away on Wheel of Fortune. So obviously shit cars, which they're not, by the way. It's a very good vehicle. Um, I'm not judging you. No, it's fine. And so I was like, oh, I've got to go. I've got to drive home. So none, no, no more beers for me in my Suzuki, which I don't worry. I didn't win it on Wheel of Fortune. Hey, eh, Keith. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't host Wheel of Fortune, did he? And Keith's like, ah, oh, these guys are obviously uh, won it because they're special people. <laughs> so, so he didn't host Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> oh, Keith. I think Keith's down with us though. Yeah, but he, nothing. He, he, did he, he have he never anything. Okay, so why him. did you make a Wheel of Fortune joke? I don't know. <laughs> For funsies. Okay. All right. You know, make Wheel of Fortune jokes? <coughs> well, I do. Because <laughs> I, I saw on Reddit today a post to do about Wheel of Fortune. I'll show uh, it to you after. All right. We produce some great shows. McLeod's Daughters, Today Tonight. Yep. Today Tonight. How about that for some stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I think we have to do a separate podcast where we just sit down and watch episodes of Adelaide's Today Tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and also A Current Affair, which isn't just Adelaide based. Um, but then but some, lampooned yeah. with the chasers, yep. a chaser affair, we, which is so good. We also have produced the cook and the chef, Tom. Yep. <clears throat> uh, so to cover them all would be a bit much, but tonight we're just going to focus on South good Australia's ones. children's TV yep. shows. <clears throat> okay, we'll do the other shows later. Yeah, including oh, the Maggie mate. Beer half hour. Oh, I love Maggie Beer. Yeah, I've been to her place. It's legit good. As in her place or as in the place where she sells her wares? A little both. She, yeah, uh, yeah. she, dug, she digs the younger guy. Oh, hello. That is not true. Just <laughs> a disclaimer. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> You've allegedly She's lovely cook. Her I have her books, but nothing else. Yeah, that's right. I'm not saying I wouldn't, but it hasn't arose. We'll, st- <laughs> we'll start with a story. We'll start with a show aimed at the younger demographic. Now, you didn't live here in this time. No. There's a sh- there was a show called Mully Grubs. Right. Mully Grubs was an Australian television show that aired on Network 10 from 1988 mm-hmm. to 1996. Now, this is when I was a, a kid, a baby. This show was aimed at me. And I specifically remember this show because it freaked the fuck out of me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Your kids got freaked out by any um, shows? Not Have you yet. ever seen Hoot and Giggle and Hoot? Giggle and Hoot. Yeah, my my son's eighteen months old. Fucking hates it. Really? It my like loved it. It, it. It like freaks him out. He doesn't like it. Oh, hoot hoot! It, when it when it comes on the the the, the screen, he just like gets upset. and We Aww. change the channel. See you in the morning. Hoot hoot! No, he doesn't. I think it's the eyes. The big eyes. Doesn't they like are big eyes. It. Yeah. But anyway, if you think Giggle and Hoot's scary, oh, you show him Molly Grubs. Oh, okay. So it right. was it was aimed at preschoolers. So it was it, it, directly my age. 550 episodes were made. Wow. In in 88 to 96. So that's an, it's an eight-year period. Yeah. And they made 560 episodes. So they were cranking out like 80 episodes a year-ish. That's insane. With 425 <coughs> being stored in the National Film and Sound Archive. And how, how long were the episodes? Of Australia. I think they were like 20 minutes each. I don't that's, know. that's... That's... Look, it was meant to be educational. It's like sh- multiple episodes per week. The show is remembered for one thing. Um, and I think anyone listening to this who knows Marley Grubbs will know what I'm talking about. And it is The Face. And Tom, this is something else. So The Face of Marley Grubbs yep. was made up of... It's hard to explain, but it was essentially just eyes 
eyebrows, nostrils, and her mouth on a blue screen that appeared throughout the program. Freaky. I'm just going to show it to you. Yeah, okay. Okay, because I think, you know... It's hard. It's, hard, it's too it's hard, hard to, build, to explain. Build up a picture, yeah. I got it up here on YouTube. Hang on. Okay, so this... Oh, no, we'll get to that later. Okay, so this is Molly Girl. So it had, like, snippets okay. of... Describe to me what you're seeing. Uh, footage of a kangaroo. Yep. Um, and the kangaroo is just eating... Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's just weird. So it's like they've green screened somebody's face, and then, but the face itself is like wearing like weird makeup, bright red lips, clown eyes, clown eyebrows. There's two dots where the nose should be, and. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's just. And then they cut that back, and then they intercut that with just like. Clips, but clips and snippets. Everyone and only remembers it for the face. Yeah, the face is freaky. I'm freaked it's out scary. by that. That's like if you took, <laughs> if you dropped acid, yeah. and watched that, it would f- it would fuck you up. For, it freaks like, you out. Anyway. You'd, you'd be in yeah, serious like, trouble. That's like flashback kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. So the actress who played the part of the face was Die Kid. Now. <laughs> Which is normally something you say <laughs> before you shoot a child. Die. Which is which is interesting because the the face was freaky as fuck. Die Kid never told anyone she was the Mully Grove's face while it was in production. Which which you wouldn't. You would not. You would not admit to it. The makeup for the face apparently took hours, and she uh, stated that she continued to have bits of black and blue makeup falling off her face days after like a filming episode. <clears throat> so I'm guessing they just try to make it so the. F- because it's it's just the eyes popping up and down and yep. the mouth, so they would have had to make it so that the whatever color they put on her face on her skin matched with the background, so that they could yep. like. I assumed sp- it would always be green, and they would just they just chroma key the out hue. the whole thing. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So um, when asked if Molly Grubbs would ever make a comeback in two thousand and fourteen, no. Di replied that she didn't think so, but she would never say no to work. Oh. oh! Die kid. Yeah. Die kids. Die kids. You um, want to die kids after you freaking watch that. So that's Marley Grubbs. That yeah. is frightening, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's something else. So So don't combine that with mushrooms, acid, or yeah. any other, any kind of psychotropics. <laughs> Let's move on to now the next TV uh, uh, series produced here in Adelaide for children. Here's Humphrey. Now, do you know Humphrey? Uh, the bear. Humphrey. The I bear. know Humphrey purely because of Gangnam Style. How does that relate? When Gangnam Style was like kicking off, yeah, uh, Humphrey week. did a Gangnam Style video. Oh, really? And I was like, "What the fuck's with the dancing?" So you bear? only recently know Humphrey, <coughs> yeah. And someone was like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "What's with the dancing bear video thing?" And they were like, "That's Humphrey." And then I've someone seen had some to other dancing to bear videos. Yeah, dot com. Yeah, <laughs> yikes. Um, but yeah, and they were like, that's Humphrey. And then someone had to explain to me who Humphrey was. And now I totally understand. He got in trouble, right? Like, it, controversial because yeah, yeah. he's not wearing pants or something? Yeah, that was one of his controversies. Um, hang on, I'm just checking the notes. I don't think he Which was Which is the ridiculous because, like, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a freaking kid's. As Bob Francis would <clears throat> say, political correctness 
gone mad. Yeah, it's it's your dick brain. Humphrey B. Bear is an Australian children's television show known for its character Humphrey. Um, Humphrey just initially was known as Bear Bear. Bear Bear. Uh, and was <coughs> eventually named Humphrey as a result of an on-air competition. Uh, here's Humphrey became one of the most successful programs. Who uh, won the competition? I don't know. Humphrey. <laughs> <laughs> Someone was like, should name him Tom. <laughs> Tom Bear. It's like, what's your name? Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's the best one we had. Yeah. And the only one we had. So yeah, so, well, done. Uh, well done. You're historian of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're naming the bear after you. <laughs> so Humphrey would just basically go on like basic adventures that paralleled like a child. Yeah. Would, like what a child would do. Like, you know, showing them to reinforce self-esteem and embrace yeah, challenges. Yeah, he would freely hump. Hence the name. However... Uh, and the, an actor who played Humphrey in the seventies mm-hmm. and eighties, <laughs> John McLean. Oh, from uh, Die Hard. I, oh yeah. <laughs> Forgot Humphrey's good virtues in twenty ten. Oh no. When he was charged with assaulting a school's vice principal in front of teachers, students, and parents. Oh what? Yeah. He punched someone yeah, the in the costume. The, no, not in the costume. That would have been funnier. That he could have got away with because Humphrey could do anything. Yeah, exactly. People would have been like, it's Humphrey. When his lawyer. Stop, he's already (laughs) dead. When John's lawyer stated to the court that her client played Humphrey B. Bear, John McLean became very angry and at being unmasked. And you wouldn't wouldn't like him when he's angry. (laughs) And hissed, don't tell everyone that in court. So he was like, don't give away the thing. (laughs) Don't give away the secret. He pled guilty to the assault, uh, behaving in an offensive manner in a public space and using indecent language, blah, 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 So blah. He, was, he wasn't in the costume when he, he punched on the, the principal, but he, was he there to be the bear? No, he wasn't there to be the bear or anything. He was just, he, he'd given it up. He just pu- he punches school principals. Yeah, this is like 30 years Part-time, okay. <laughs> Look, Mondays through Wednesdays, I'm Humphrey. You know, Thursdays, yeah. I smack a guy. Yeah, Fridays, I Thursdays. Do, Fridays, I do lawns. <laughs> um... Uh, the judge stated, this is a backhand comment, by the way, by the judge. So good. The judge we stated, love those. Uh, you'll have a four-month good behavior bond without convinci- conviction, and you will have to grin and bear it. Oh! oh savage AF. You love it when, like, a, you know, a magistrate just, like, drops a little joke, and they're <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, yep. It's like, oh, why aren't you at the Supreme Court, you dickhead? Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, fire him up. Um, That's that's the way to talk to a judge. (laughs) As Bob Francis. Well, you can talk to him however you want after they pass sentence. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Aside from the assault, Humphrey was awesome and like totally a South Australian icon at the moment though. Um, Humphrey B. Bear used to have these money boxes, which I'm pretty sure was standard issue for every South Australian child in the 80s and 90s. Yep. They're like money boxes. They're about, mm, I don't know, like eight inches high. Where'd you get them from? Like bank You got them from the or? State Bank of okay, South yeah, Australia. State bank, before so yeah. the State Bank collapsed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to give away like, it was like so what, what like is now Bank SA? So that was a good guess on my part. It was like kind of like dollar mites, but you like, yeah. it was, they were just money boxes and like every child had them. Yep. But moving on to my favorite show as a child. Yep. And it was produced in South Australia, which I didn't know for a while. And I think I was a dumb child because I didn't piece it together because the host came to my yeah, school. Child. And I'm like, oh, wow, he must go to every school. But no, he's South Australian. Mm-hmm. The Curiosity Show. Now, uh, have you ever seen The Curiosity Show? 
no. You've seen the Bi Curiosity. Yeah, that's, that's, that's what I was gonna. That's what <laughs> I was gonna, gonna get out. I was like, I watched Real Sex on HBO. I've, I've mentioned that in a previous episode. You have mentioned that. That's well. that's the Curiosity Show right there. Um, the Curiosity Show was an educational children's program produced from 1972 to Ooh. 1990. Oh. Produced in Adelaide by uh, zoologist Dr. Rob Morrison and Dr. Dean Hutton. Now, can we get them on the show? Oh, I would love to get Dean Hutton on the show. He's like an idol of mine, and I'm I'm not even kidding. Is he dead? I'm pretty sure he's still alive. I think he went on the show at PBA. I think I was saying that. Oh, once. what? The program. It was like, kind of like um, it was kind of like MythBusters before MythBusters were around. It was like educating about yep. science in a cool way. Yep. Um, it was kind of like the shit like they'd fill a room full of mouse traps and yeah. ping pong balls and like throw a ping pong ball and like all the and balls. Then what you know? What's the what's the knock on effect? And yep, how many how many effect. ping pong? How many mouse traps can we set off with one ping yep, pong ball? Freezing yeah. things with liquid nitrogen, that kind of stuff. Cool. Um, that's awesome. Uh, so like they kind so of so like Doctor Carl, but with visuals. Yeah, and they were kind of like explaining to kids like here's science experiments you can do at home. Yeah, like go do them because they're fun and things like that. And it was really cool. And they could like. They were saying to kids like you could you can do science wherever you are and like getting that message across yeah. and like South Australian kids loved it they ate yeah. this shit up. If you drop something, it falls to the ground because <laughs> it's something that lives in the air called science. Science, mm-hmm. Dean Hutton getting yeah. it on. Um, in 2013, the show's host Hutton and Morrison announced they uh, like so the show the the studio went under Ugh. and the two hosts were like oh well let's just buy the the rights to the show. And they like just put them all up on YouTube for free. So like you can still oh. go watch these. So everyone go watch the Curiosity channel. That's brilliant. YouTube. That's great. That's isn't great. It? That's really good. Can we watch are you gonna show me one or I can just... show you one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I might have to pause it because I haven't searched one. So like um join just pause it. Yeah, just show me a segment and right, we'll cool. talk about it. Alright, we're gonna show some curiosity show to Tom. This is his first time seeing it. Isn't right. this great? This I'm is, introducing you to a piece of South Australia that is I'm, just ex- the bees I'm excited. Oh. Is that a South Australian reference? Rich. Oh, look at this! Hello. How sciencey is this? Yeah, I I love the um the kind of weird um oh, the, long, the intro, yeah. But the weird like panel. Panel shot intro. Here we go. Oh. Oh, well, that's good to hear. This is amazing. Showing you how to make your own flipbook. Dean Hutton. What's this? Waltz and Matilda. Why isn't that the national anthem? Dean Hutton. This is just witchcraft. Yeah. So this is the Curiosity Show. This is a good rundown. Like, they just make things and like, hey, kids, you can make this too. It's brilliant. Oh, look at that. Yeah. It moves. Magician is ready to perform on any stage or any circus anywhere in the world. 
Oh, there's a little bunny. It's just brilliant, Tom. And this was just what this is kids did in the 70s and 80s. And I was one yep. of those kids and I loved it. Building little like things out of matchbooks. and. Could you imagine my excitement one day when Mr. Dean Hutton arrived in a Toyota Hiace at my school? Wow. And was like, we're going to do a presentation assembly to you kids at Modbury Primary School. Oh, the modders. He bought along a Moddy bunch. Moddy P. Of, he Did he call a, it Moddy P? He, was he called it Moddy P, oh, definitely. awesome. What he a came along to Mulberry Primary School and it was sick. I think I was in year five or six. These days, if you turned up at a primary school and was like, I'm going to teach you how to <laughs> like make little like figurines out of matchbooks, kids would be like, fuck off for playing Fortnite. Yeah, I know, right? But this was like, uh, I was like, I was so happy. Um, he came to my school and he was like, hey, we're going to do a little presentation. He did his usual shtick around, this is how you pull a tablecloth like yep. off a table without the oh, glass boom. falling off. This yep. is why it happened. This is why, you know, water, you know, we can make a tea bag out of a rocket, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Then he's like, hey, I need a volunteer. Oh, Dan. All the kids put their hand up. <coughs> he looks directly at me. Oh, this is good. And he points to the kid behind you. He points to the kid right next to me. Fucking come on, Dean. Dean lost an opportunity. Now, the kid he pointed next to me, I won't say his full name, but David yeah. was... You know who you are, he David. Was, he, was a, he was a different kid. Yeah. Sorts, so, and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, where's this going to go? Now, Dean had bought a big plastic, like, it was almost like a, it was bigger than a bucket, like a storage bucket, but like a really wide one. Yeah. And it was full of mouse traps and ping pong balls. Oh my gosh. And yes. he's like... David, I'm going to get you to throw this ping pong ball into this box. Oh, David, he's going to miss. David's going to miss. David throws the ball into the box. He gets in the box. Oh, okay. But somehow lands it right in a corner where it doesn't do a knock-on effect to any of the other ping pong balls. Classic, and I'm like, David, David. how could you fuck this up? So Only bad. David could fuck that Only up. Only David though. could fuck that it's up. It's because when he threw the ball, he didn't yell Kobe <laughs> as he threw it, which is classic rookie so mistake. That, that's my Dean Hutton visits my school story. At the, what happened then? Oh, he had, like uh, Dean Hutton had to fish it out like with his fingers, and then like David dropped the ball again, and he got it right. So he didn't drop the ball, but he so two attempts to, att- to, to do something attempts. that should have taken one. Do attempt. something like now, if he had picked you, are you confident that you would have got the ping pong ball in there? I am like eighty percent confident I would have nailed it. Okay, and and Dean would have been like, Dan, we need a junior intern <laughs> for this show. Yep, if you we win. can, if we can get Dean. On the to. show. In 2000... Do you reckon we could get him to get a box full of match... Um, a box full balls. of ping pong balls and, and, and mouse traps? And- In 2014, uh, Dean Hutton and Morrison released uh, on the, their YouTube channel the first episode since 1990. Uh, the online production was funded with the assistance of Kellogg's Australia. 2014. Oh, so not oh, that long ago. ago. Yep. Uh, the episode uh, like followed the original format of the program. Brilliant. Um, had a uh, performing had a crummy 90s performing intro. experiments, mainly involved with cereal, <laughs> like uh, what you could do with cornflakes and things like that. Disappointing. So it's just an advert for Kellogg's. Pretty much, but you know, I would, well, you got you've got to you got to capitalize. You got to bankroll it somehow, right? Oh, yeah, mate, you got to. That's how it is with YouTube these days. Yeah, that's it. I got ad blocker on. That's why we're drinking all these free beers <laughs> when we record out a lot of episodes. Moving on to the next one. No one has ever given us a free beer, but oh, oh little, little, little bang, bang little bang, little bang brewery have given paddles, us yeah. free beers, so they are now yeah. our favorite brewing company. If you are a actually, brewing they company, are one of our favorite brewing companies. They actually are, beers are really But good. if you want to be another one of our favorites who gets flogged off incensely by us, oh, it's a free beer. Yeah, it would only take like a Cooper's Light, which are only a dollar a can. But I love them. Don't give us Cooper's Light. 
Give us something else. I like it. Fat Cat and Friends. Fat Cat. Oh, Do you fat, know Fat Cat? I know Fat Cat. How do you know Fat Cat? Because my wife's told me that in South Australia, Fat Cat had to tell you to go to bed. Yep. That's yeah. exactly right. So with the popularity of Humphrey. Yeah, we obviously like, I have, we have a child and we try to like work out when to put him yep. down and put him to bed and stuff. And then, and then they get the whole, oh, it was easy when we were kids. We just got told by Fat Cat. Like, and I was yeah. like, what the hell is Fat and Cat? And that is exactly like, a, does yeah. Britain have these things, like these weird little things? Like, oh, the, yeah, definitely. The, the cat on the telly tells us to go to bed. Yeah, so we definitely we have bed. like weird little things which are like uniquely British, like Blue Peter. Uh, go on. So Sorry. Blue Peter is a kids TV show that's been running since the 1950s okay. or 1960s. And, um, yeah, it's on every day at the same time and they, on the BBC and they do, it's like a variety show. They do lots of different things. So they usually have like, they'll kind of sh- showcase something that okay. like, that like, you know, they might have an episode on synthetic ice rinks and be like, this is a synthetic ice <laughs> rink and this is how it works. Cool. Or they might be Blue like, Peter. yeah, or they might go and do a, you know, like a, you know, this is how you sail a boat, or this is how you do. They'll okay. do some fun activity, and then they'll have like an arts and crafts bit where they'll make something. Um, and so it's kind of yeah. Just and they it. weren't allowed to call sellotape sellotape because it was branded. That's and, the, brand. and, the, and the BBC, you know, allowed to have. You know, yep, that's right. So, so it's, it's kind of like Triple J. Hey, you can't is, mention yeah, brands. Yep. Which is where the term sticky back plastic came from. Sticky back plastic. So every time sellotape was I used, I thought that was a um a Jimmy Savile term, a sticky back. Sticky back plastic. Ooh. <laughs> He was, he was a blue Peter. Jimmy Savile was on Blue Peter a bunch of times. Oh, I'm sure he was. Oh yeah, Jimmy. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know if we've mentioned Jimmy Savile before, but I think one of Tom and the, <coughs> the first time we kind of met each other or started getting yeah. to know each other. I think I mentioned Jimmy Savile just in a passing comment, and you're like, "Oh, I'm British. I know a lot about Jimmy." Yeah, Savile. well, like unfortunately, yeah. and like Jimmy Savile just kind of became this. I think Running it was one joke. of our first in jokes. Yeah, well, Dan sort of made a joke about me being president of the Jimmy Savile fan club. <laughs> And then one day, which I'm not. One day I saw you. Could I'm just so- a member. No, I'm just, I'm just I have nothing to do with Jimmy Savile. And one day I saw you could, um, like, I, I got a free mouse pad. It's like, oh, you, you've won this award to design mm. your own free mouse pad. And get it was it, Vistaprint, wasn't get it? it? They were like, yeah, thanks for being a Vistaprint house. customer. I'm like, I just printed off a big picture of Jimmy Savile on a mouse pad and sent it to Tom's yeah. house. <laughs> yeah. So I get like, a little parcel in the mail. Excited. <laughs> Open it up. It's just a mouse pad with Jimmy Savile's face on it. <laughs> so good. And yeah, keeping in mind, uh, we you know working in a working in a job where uh, child protection is quite important. Absolutely. Uh, not the only thing that we have to worry about, but quite important. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to hide this mouse pad. <laughs> uh, I'm going to throw it in the bin because it was like a five dollar mouse pad. Need to do a mandatory um, report and then. Yeah, that's right. But uh, very funny. But also, uh, obviously, not funny for the victims of no, uh, Jim. Not but, at all. But, but Jim will fix it. Was like a TV show that, that was, was another British that kids TV show. But yeah, Blue Peter, like institution, very okay. similar sort so of. So we thing. all have these little things. Yeah, but Adelaide sure. has has its own little things. And yeah, one exactly. of them was Fat Cat. Now, Fat Cat was essentially a Humphrey ripoff. Like yeah. it, it was the same thing, except it was a, a cat, not a bear. Um, Fat Cat became production in 1972. But was cancelled in 1991. Devo. After the uh, Australian Broadcasting Tribunal came, the program was not educational enough and not clearly defined and might cu- confuse the young because what? Because th- they didn't know if he was um, uh, a male or a female, fat cat. Why does that matter? 
Don't know. Can't he be both? Maybe don't he's know. neither. Let's see Fat Cat. You want to see Fat Cat? Prejudice. Fat Cat and Friends. The from, ugly face of prejudice. From 1987. Here's Fat Cat and okay. Friends. For you, my good friend Tom. Hang on. Don't have a lovely time this week sharing all your news with lots and lots of oh. letters. Who like that? And I was, it looks more like a bear than a cat, to be honest. And the first letter says, Dear Fat Cat and Friends, I live in Quambertook and I'm called Christine. Isn't that a funny name? On your Christine. Oh, I thought she was saying Christine. I was like, that's not that funny. It's fairly conventional. have two sisters, Megan and big forward to it. Love two sisters, Melissa, who's... So yeah, Cat Fat, Fat Cat didn't do anything, but he was kind of like the one who... He's oh, mute. Shit. Yeah, he was mute, but at the end of the night, he was like, go to bed. Yeah. Mum wants to get on the sherry. <laughs> go to bed. And, and Fat Cat would always finish at, what, 7.30 or something About like that. About that, yeah. yeah it's kind of like Giggle and Hoot now. Yeah, so like British um, children's television in Britain, it's different now because they have CBBC and CBBS and stuff yeah, like that, yeah. digital channels, but um, kids' TV in Britain was like, you'd have it on BBC One, and it would... It would start at three thirty when you know when you getting home just getting home from school, and then yep. it would run to until um, six o'clock, and that was it. That was it. Yeah. So okay. that, that it, so it was called like you know CBBC yep. before they had a CBBC channel, and it was just like yeah two and a half hours of kids TV, and it would always finish with Blue Peter, and then straight afterwards they'd have Double Simpsons. Oh. Oh, no, sorry, they'd have half an hour of Neighbours and then Double Simpsons. Ye British love Neighbours. But Double Simpsons on the BBC means no ad breaks. Oh, that'd be great. So, like, you watch The Simpsons here on Channel 10 and it's yeah, like, like you get, like, breaks five ad breaks. Yeah. 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 So, it's then, not all bad in Pommy Land. Then six hours of Jim will fix it. <laughs> yeah, six hours, yeah, and uh, and uh, a bit of... and. Uh, Bullseye, which was a uh, a British game show. Oh my god! Uh, based around darts. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. British people love darts. Like, yeah. Also, if you don't know about Jimmy Savile, <coughs> and you want to be really depressed for the rest of the day, just go look up Jimmy Savile. I'm pretty sure everyone knows about Jimmy Savile. I, I I've mentioned to to a few people, and they don't in Australia. Oh god. So, yeah. Um. But anyway, why am I bringing up Fat Cat Tom? This mm-hmm. is Adelaide. I'm not just here to here to tell you about things there's a, there's always a bit of controversy behind these oh, things that happen fat cat the son of the man who played fat cat mark dean johns god was found guilty no relation to dean mark johns was found guilty after threatening the lives of four police officers in a siege in 2005 oh my god he was like do you know who i am with a gun left to him by his father oh. fat cat Fat Cat was an armed. Fat Cat left his son a gun and his son was like, I'm going to kill some cops. Oh, wow. He told his court that his father was Fat Cat the f- performer and his mother ran a brothel and she died of a heroin overdose in her 40s. Oh, my God. Fat is- Cat is dark. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, like, being a kid and, like, your, Finding le- out that fat your, cat. Least, fucked up fat parent- cat. your least fucked up parent is the one who ran a brothel. Died of a heroin overdose. Yeah. The other one's Fat Cat. So he said to the court, this is... What like, a childhood, though. Like He's like, this was my childhood. It was fucked up. And this is what led me to like a drug and alcohol. <laughs> but hang on, hang on, though. Hang on. No, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> this is my childhood. It was fucked up. It led me to, you know, a life of crime, and which resulted in me threatening a police four police officers four. with a gun. Yeah. And they're like, oh, what, what was so tough about your childhood? And he's like... 
my mum was a was a meth head prosty, ran a brothel, and uh, you know died of a heroin overdose. They're like, oh yeah, yep, yep, not off to a good start. He's like, my dad was fat cat. <laughs> They're like, oh my god, fair enough. <laughs> oh shit, let him What's go. What's so wrong about your dad being a fat cat? If anything, that's that's a kind of you know that's a protective factor. Well, the court thought the same. Time. Like, my dad was a fat cat, and he's like, well, we couldn't, life can't have been that bad. <laughs> the name, Everyone loves fat cat. The name dropping didn't get him off the hook, and he was sentenced to six years in jail. Well, good. He should be out by now. He is. <laughs> Yikes. Um, we'll finish yeah. off. If you're if you're listening, uh, <laughs> nothing but respect for your dad oh, and, his, and everything he's achieved. Good job. I'm sure Dan will invite you on a future episode and just, I'll slag you off (laughs) and then he'll just bring you up on stage. You're still dirty on me on that. Mm. It's so great. Look, we're, we're getting, it's, fuck, it's 1am. Yeah. We are sorry if this episode's dragging a bit. We are, we are very tired and we've had a few sherries. (laughs) Shit is. But look, we're just going to finish it off tonight. So I'm going to give you a happy ending with, um, $15. One of the latest and lesser known Adelaide productions. Mm Mm-hmm. Produced here in South Australia, Channel mm-hmm. Nine Studios. It was called "Pick Your Face." Did you ever see it? Did you ever hear of it? Absolutely not. Well, you wouldn't have because it was a, a game show for early teens, airing from 1999 to 2003. Produced in Adelaide at Channel Nine Studios, right on uh, in North Adelaide. There. Here's how it went. It was just weird. In the first round, contestants had to remove snot-covered items from a large fake nose. Gross. Which then they gathered and would give them clues like to like who the celebrity was and they had to guess this celebrity. It's disgusting. Disgusting. Do you want to see it? Go on then. Um, also, of the things, what grosses you out the most? Like shit, piss, spit or boogers? Shit, by yeah. far. Okay, spit is my thing. Really? It really grosses me out. Shit and shit and vomit and boogers doesn't phase me. Yep. Um Mine shit, is like shit more than piss, but yeah, mostly most of that stuff doesn't blood doesn't bother me, but spit really grosses really? me out. I would say for like me Like my spit obviously I don't care about, but other yeah. people's spit grosses Fuck. me. So the if hell someone spat out. on you, you would be like you would That's like, like I think my like it's like in fighting, yeah. like yeah. that is like the dirtiest thing you can do. Yeah, but but like, you know, if someone bled on me or vomited on me or pissed or shit on me, obviously yeah. I wouldn't be happy about it. Well. But like the Jimmy but, would but be. <laughs> getting getting another person's spit on me is like the thing that grosses really? me out the most. I yeah. did not know that. You yeah, yeah. You shouldn't have told me this. Well, I should nah, like, I use it against me in a in a bar fight. My order's like shit, vomit, blood. Then I think like piss. Then I like spit would be like down the bottom. Yeah, really? Yeah. So another person's spit doesn't phase you? No. Because yeah, I can't handle it. Get it's it the it. smell. Like spit has a smell. Does it? Oh, I don't man, think it does. Oh, it does. It's, oh, it's no. not good. Anyway, pick your face, Tom. Here we go. Yeah, so this is going to be a show where they just, yeah, it's just gross. You ready? All right, let's do it. Oh, wow. This reminds me of Funhouse. British British, British TV show called Funhouse. So basically, they pull these clues out. And then, like, these nunty kids. Stephen King. Stephen King. Missouri. Yeah. Oh, mate, they're giving it away, aren't they? Yeah, they are, really. 
Yeah, unless he's a complete idiot. Yeah, it's Stephen King. Goosebumps. Yeah. You're gonna have to do some editing here, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Oh, well good done, on Andrew. you, Andrew. So, for some reason, later in this show, I forget where it was, Andy. but they show these kids' faces with their date of birth. Here it is. Yeah. So, hang on, here it is. So, look, this is um. Okay. This is Andrew Coulshaw, born 3rd of October, 1985. Yep. Loves watching the Crows win. Who doesn't? Wants to be a brain surgeon one day. Let's find him on, on social media. I already media. have... What? I found him. <laughs> He's not a brain surgeon. <coughs> He's a lawyer. Oh, of course he yeah, is. Yeah, of course he is. So he's done quite well for himself. Did you contact him and you're like... No, I haven't contacted him. This was like just before he came around. But Contact him and be like, come on, would you like to come on a podcast? Would you like to come on a podcast um, and explain <laughs> your time on Pick Your Face? Um, but basically, it was a weird show. Yeah. It wasn't a hit or anything, but yeah. why did I finish <clears throat> with this one, Tom? Because you were on there. I wasn't on there. Damn it. I can't remember why, but as a young teenager, I got to be in the crowd for a filming oh. of one of the episodes. But it would have been better if you were a if I was contestant. Yeah. But even like at 12, which I think I was. Was that the 13, episode that you... This wasn't the episode. Yeah, okay, well, I remember thinking, yeah, this is shit. <laughs> 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 and it's possibly what killed South Australian produced children's television. Oh. So, Tom, from the trippy mully grubs to the snot-based trivia... That's the weird and wonderful yeah. history of South Australian children's television. Fantastic. Have a laugh. Have a lol. Thanks to the show, PBAFM. Thanks to everyone. And thanks to Andy, because uh, good on you, mate. Look, as a as a ten year old, I don't. I don't as a ten year old, I don't necessarily think I would have guessed Stephen King. I've, I'd guess it now. I just did, but not as a kid. Here we are. Andrew so well Cole done, Short well Adelaide. done, Andy. Yep. Look, let's look at it. So that's him. Oh. Somehow he looks younger then, like now than he, than does, he does. Than then. he did as a kid. Yeah, that's there you interesting. Go. That's definitely him. Yeah, and uh, what kind of law does he specialise in? Uh, criminal defamation. Oh, he'd be good for our show. <laughs> Andy, you are. <laughs> Andy, you're on, mate. You're, you are. You are, you are officially because we, we, oh, we. and liquor licensing. We already have a lawyer in the family, but she uh, she was one of the, one of the people that. Uh, that helped us get that award. Oh, did she her is. part for Look, that, but she, think but she's, she's going to come she in. Specialises in um, in um, work like employment. Oh, thanks, Claire. Yeah, you employment law. You know, so no, you, no defamation you stuff. You know, he's also a great barrister, Andrew Coulshaw. Give him a, give him a, hit him up. Wanted to be a brain surgeon. He's been on Pick Your Face. Like, what more do you need in a lawyer? Hey, really, he's been on Pick Your Face. I wonder if he's still a Crows fan. I'll hit him up. Look at him go. And I looked up the... Because I was like, oh, well, let's look up the... Because for some reason they show all the other kids. This one. Yep. Uh, 1986. Like, kind of Betty Jane Underwood. She now, mm-hmm. um, uh, like, um, she's got a Master's of Education and uh, oh. works for, like, a chemistry, like, distributor. So, 
Insane. That's interesting. Well, and uh, Love's band, like, whole offspring in Nirvana. That's cool. And let's also, like, while we're on the theme, let's also keep in mind that her name is BJ Underwood. <laughs> Shout out to BJ Underwood. <laughs> Who's the other numpty? Should we find him? <laughs> Where's the other kid? Nah, this has gone on long enough. All right, fair enough. Have a laugh. Have a laugh. Have a laugh. We hope you all had a low, a dad a low. 